Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. And today's guest is Julie. So welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for the invitation. We're so excited to talk about eczema today. I'm so excited to hear about it. So how did you get started with your journey? So it all started with uh, my personal experience. Um, I was born with eczema since I was a baby. Uh, when I was born, my mom told me that I couldn't drink her breast milk. I was like allergic to everything. And so I was already having um, skin flare ups since I was born and uh, kind of like a backstory. I grew up having eczema and it never really went away. And I've had it for since I was a baby. And then I would be prescribed topical steroids and, and use medications to keep my eczema under control. Cause that's what doctors used to tell me. Like you have to use medications. There's no other way to control your skin flare-ups. And so, you know, as a patient, you, you kind of trust what you're, what the doctor says. Right. And was using very strong, um, potent steroids. Uh, I was using clobetasol, which is the high, the highest potency of topical steroids, pretty much just like slathered it all over my body because, I didn't know that there's actually really serious side effects with steroids. Um, and then one day when I was in my twenties, I was tired of having to rely on steroids and wanted a natural solution, started looking into healing naturally. Um, I was also going to school to become a dietitian at the same time. So I was already really interested in nutrition and eating well. And so I um, decided to come off steroids in 2015. Yeah. Seven years ago went through a really scary condition. It's called uh, topical steroid withdrawal, which is basically a drug withdrawal that happens when you come off of a medication. Um, specifically, this one would, would have been topical steroids and had a full five years of like the worst skin I've ever had. And that just kind of led me and after being able to heal that through diet, nutrition, lifestyle, amongst other things, that's when I really wanted to help other people heal their skin. Cause I, cause I know what can happen for them too. Um, and then that's what I do now. Just help people with their, their eczema. That sounds super painful. Was it really painful? It was insanely painful. Like there were nights where, or day, days and nights where I couldn't even move out of my bed. Cause the whole, my whole skin felt like it was on fire. Wow. How did you like get through that? Um, it was hard. There were days where I didn't want to go through it anymore, but at that point it's like you either go back on steroids and have to be on it forever or just really tough it out. And I was really determined to not have to rely on steroids anymore. So I kept going. Uh, there is a big community of people who are going through topical steroid withdrawal. And so, um, having that support system really helped a lot in my journey and that's incredible to have that community of people that are going through that absolutely i wouldn't have gone through it without them honestly because people can when you have the same condition as someone else it's just a whole different connection right versus i mean you always have your family and friends there to support you but they may not understand what you're going through i think that's that's so true whatever the health condition is, we have to find those people who have that same health condition because then they can, they know the journey and stuff. Exactly. And, and hopefully they're, they're supportive, but they also will say, oh, you can't get better from whatever that health condition is. Yeah. You don't want to get into a victim community. 
Yeah, exactly. You want to be empowered, right? So. And how do you empower your clients with their skin conditions? I think a hard part of it is when you are dealing with a flare up that seems to last forever, it, it doesn't seem like there's an end, right? It, it just seems like every day is just a flare and um, you can't really see what good skin feels like. And I know it sounds really sad, but it is a lot of the cases for my, for my clients. Um, and it really just, it's constant reminders of, you know, letting them know that healing can happen. And they've seen it from like with my journey, um, and really just reminding them that the things that they're doing every single day to heal themselves, whether it's eating better, drinking more water, like sleeping better, it sounds very simple, but it does go a long way. And um, letting them know that too, it's like their eczema doesn't define how they are as a person. Um, having eczema, it's physically, it's, it's painful, but I think another piece that's often talked about is actually the emotional part of it, where you are self-conscious all the time, right? You're scared of what people think about you. You don't feel beautiful. You know, I hear a lot of that as well. And it's just, we have to kind of accept sometimes that our skin is not against us, right? It's actually teaching us that it needs to, it needs some love back. And it really just is taking care of yourself and reminders that, you know, they're beautiful, right? And you're healing. So just power through it. It's interesting you mentioned mindset because that seems to come up a lot with my guests is that the mindset set plays such a big part, whatever you're dealing with. Yes. I think it's actually the biggest. I don't know if you see it with your clients. I feel, yeah, I feel like mindset's the biggest. It's probably the last thing people are like, well, I'm coming to a health expert. I'm going to, they're going to tell me to fix my diet or whatever first. But it's like, no, we're going to start with your mindset of how you're going to get through this journey. Oh, my gosh. I can't even tell you, Amanda, that the amount of clients that came to me having these like really good protocols from previous practitioners, like they're doing all the things, you know, step one, two, three, you know, step one to ten yeah. on the protocol. And then they're still not healing. And then when I get to know them more, I'm like, wow, it's it's really that belief that wasn't really there when they were trying to do these things, right? They struggle a lot with, with doing the things because they didn't believe in themselves or they just had a lot of resistance. So yeah, you could have like a really good protocol and someone could tell you, Hey, Amanda, like eat like this and eat well. But if deep down, you're like, Oh, I really hate this. And I don't want to do this. And it wouldn't work out the way that you want it to work. Right. So definitely. I think if our mindset is in a negative, then eventually, even if we're doing those good habits, we're going to fall. Eventually, the mindset's going to be like, well, I don't want to do this anymore. Then not do those good habits anymore. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's a very, I think it would be a separate podcast episode to talk about that, but I think it's really important. How do you help your clients? Is it through nutrition, lifestyle? What is it? So mindset first, <laughs> right? So I make sure that my, uh, my client's mindset is at a good place. Um, obviously that takes time, but I was trying to work, work things out with them, especially if they have remaining beliefs about their healing. And then of course, nutrition is a big piece. So we look at, you know, how their diet is, is it wholesome? Are they getting enough nutrients for skin healing? Um, making sure that they're 
um, not eating foods that could make their skin flare. Of course, everybody's body is very different. So it depends on, on that. Um, and then lifestyle is really important, looking at their stress levels and what their day-to-day looks like, right? Some people they have, um, they work 12 hour days and they don't realize that that can actually make their skin flare up. Right. So really diving deep into their entire lifestyle, their nutrition, and looking at what's missing. Cause that is that missing piece is usually the reason why they don't, fl- uh, they don't heal because they're missing something there. And you mentioned foods and stuff. I want to, do you find it's like they're, maybe they have to cut out some like foods that are like making them break out like dairy and stuff, gluten. It's Yeah. So definitely um, like processed food. So like cakes, desserts and those kind of things that are high in sugar, you do want to be mindful. I mean, with any chronic disease, um, like sugar drives inflammation, right? So um, just being mindful of, you know, we're not saying like, don't eat it at all. We have to be realistic too. But um, if you're indulging all the time, just, you know, making sure that you're not eating it very often, especially if you're going through a flare up. Um, a lot of people with eczema are very sensitive to sugar. So they notice that when they eat it, they flare it afterwards. Um, but other things like gluten is a big one, you know, cause it damages the gut lining, right. Increases intestinal permeability. So um, being careful with gluten as well. Um, and of course, alcohol, right. That can be um, highly damaging to the gut, which then can cause skin flare up. So those are the things that uh, you'd want to be careful with. And I find, I find like, we don't realize how much sugar we have until we really look and we're like, oh, sugar's in everything. It's in condiments. It's in, it's not just in the desserts. Yes, exactly. Like crackers and breads even, right? So yeah, bread, everything has sugar. And yeah. it's interesting because you're like, okay, do I really need, and then do I really need that product and stuff? But it's all going back to the basics. I tell people, right, right. Fruits, vegetables, protein and stuff. Because I think a lot of times we, people are like, well, you don't have sugar. Then what do you eat? Right. <laughs> right. Or you don't have whatever you don't like. Everybody thinks like, if you don't have a sort of food or something, they're like, what do you do? Do you not eat? It's There's so many true. options. Yeah. There's so many options. <clears throat> I've, you probably see this with your clients. They're probably like, oh, I can't have sugar and stuff. And it's like, well, you could have sugar. You just might take a little break from it. Yes, take a little break. Exactly. Yeah. So how long do you... Um, people come to you are dealing with this. Have they been dealing it for like 20 years, their whole lives, 40, 50 years? Long time for the most part, because a lot of my clients, they've been exhausted by doctors and, you know, being told the same thing for many years. And um, a lot of, a lot of the times, actually, people don't really know that eczema can be healed naturally. So they 
are used to going to the doctor or dermatologist just, just to get prescribed a steroid. Um, but yeah, some people do come to me, they've already been dealing with it for so many years that they are tired of that and they just want a better solution that's more long-term. And at that point, I'm sure they're at that breaking point where they want to change. Yes, they want to change. Um, and that's what comes back to the mindset piece too, right? It, you know, when you, when you transition from using topical steroids, or maybe you weren't using topical steroids, you just weren't having a, the best lifestyle, and then you want to go into a healthier lifestyle, it's, it can be hard for people, right? It's, it's not, um, and I feel like society not, nowadays, we, we want to see results fast, right? Like, oh, I want to, if I eat healthy, the next day, I'm going to, um, I don't know, lose 10 pounds or something, or yeah. if I eat healthy, you know, my skin's going to be glowing, but you know, it's not like that. And I think, um, that's the hard part for a lot of people. We're just, we're used to that society of getting things quickly, right? Amazon delivery, grocery delivery. So, um, it's, it's hard when people don't see changes right away. Um, so that I, I would say that would be a challenge for, for people who are going into like the natural healing. I don't know if you see that with your clients too, but it's very common. Yeah, I do. I do see that. And it's, I think people struggle and stuff, but it all goes back to the mindset. Like you said, do you find with people with this, do they, how, how does it, how do they get off the steroids? Is it something you work with them with on that or what? No. So that would be definitely under guidance of a doctor or dermatologist because yeah. it is a medication. Um, some people, they I actually say, if, you know, if you want to come off of steroids, they usually, they say you want to taper. Um, because what I did was I actually went cold Turkey wow. in 2015, because I didn't know that there's risks when you do that. That's and crazy. it was so dangerous. Like I was like, losing hair. There's a whole bunch of symptoms, um, with going off of steroids like that, but losing hair, I was, uh, I lost my period for a year. Like my whole body was just out of control. And, um, I wish I had, I would have tapered back then, but I didn't have a dermatologist to, to see at that time. So, I mean, for anybody listening and you're on topical steroids, definitely go ask your dermatologist or doctor to taper, even if, you don't like them because a lot of people with eczema, they really dread seeing the dermatologist because they're just told the same thing, but they really have the expertise to teach you how to wean off. And they, and most doctors will help you with that. I would assume so. Okay. Yeah. Otherwise I, it wouldn't be safe, right? If, if you start yeah. experiencing the symptoms of withdrawal, it can be really scary. And you help with the other aspects of like lifestyle and mindset and like the food choices. Yeah, exactly. How long does it, does, do, does it take like several months for people to see like a gradual change because they've been on those, on the steroids for so long? Or do really they, yeah. That's a good question. So it depends on the person. So if they haven't used much steroids in the past and they don't have a history of it, um, those are the cases that are a lot, um, uh, I guess easier because they don't have as much damage from steroids. So they can see healing a little, a little bit faster, 
versus someone who maybe used it for 20, 30 years, uh, it could be a little bit harder for them to uh, see the changes right away. Not saying that I won't see them, but it just may be harder. So it depends. So people have to be patient. It seems oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know they, it's hard to be, right? Especially when physically you feel not comfortable, but yeah, you do have to be patient. I mean, we have clients, um, because my program usually, uh, I see my clients in a 12-week container, and I've seen clients who do really well at the end of 12 weeks, right, almost completely healed. And then we have clients who are still kind of the same from day one in terms of the skin, but that's because they have a more complicated case, right, more topical steroid use, um, more internal healing that needs to be done. So we really set that expectation from day one saying that, you know, it's, this is like not a magic cure, right? Right. <laughs> um, but that's okay because everything you're learning in 12 weeks, it's still going to help you in the long run. And I think people need to just be patient because 12 months isn't very long or even a year or a couple of years isn't long because you're going to live most likely a very long time. Yes. And then and taking into consideration too, how long you've had the condition, right? 20 years of eczema, will you hear heal in three months? Probably not, right? So having that realistic expectation. And that's what you teach your clients right from the beginning, which I like. Yeah, absolutely. Because the last thing you want is, you know, set unrealistic expectations at the end. They're like, well, you told me <laughs> I was going to heal, right? We never guarantee results, but um being very clear about that is important for and it's it's important for the client right because we're always us as practitioners it's always the client's best interest we always want to um you know be honest and, and tell them what really is so i think that's important too and you and you start this journey because when you decided after going through this with you're always into nutrition so then you're like this is the market i want to work with it's because of your journey. Yeah, exactly. That's I wouldn't, I wouldn't have chose this route if I didn't go through it too. It's just a different, it's just a different feeling. You just feel so passionate about it because you know so much about it by having eczema for, well, I know so much about it <laughs> for having eczema <laughs> for so many years. <laughs> I kept seeing you. <laughs> um, well, yeah. And I, I, I can honestly, I feel like that's like, 99.9% of my guess is like they've gone through whatever the health condition. So they're like, oh, I need to teach others because I don't want them to go through that health yes. journey as long as I did, or at least get people on the road to recovery. Exactly. And because my journey, I didn't have the support that I now give to my clients that I wish I had that seven years ago. Maybe my journey wouldn't have been that long. I don't know, but that's kind of my, my reasoning too, is to show people that they don't have to suffer for so many years. There's, there's ways to um, heal faster without relying on steroids. And do people like, is it just people just go to the doctors when they're dealing with this and they just get on the steroids or do they do something else? Typically. Typically, yeah, they have a flare up and then 
they go to the doctor, doctor usually says, okay, they diagnose it, right? Whether it's eczema or something else. And then it's, it's a steroid, like 99% of the time until they no longer work. And then they might prescribe like something else like protopic or put you on a different medication. That's crazy and stuff. When people are dealing with this, do you like to say, oh, okay, we're going to deal with this, but we're going to get you better. But do you like to start them slowly with like small little tips and stuff? It depends on the person. So some people, they can't do it too much because it stresses them out. So I really want to meet them where they are. And if they want to start slow, then yeah, sure. We will start slow and just take it one day at a time, especially if they are uh, going through a big flare, you don't want to overwhelm them with more things. So yeah, sometimes we do have to start a little slower and they might just see slower changes, but they're okay with that. That's great. Is there any like lifestyle tips that you like to start people with? Yeah, uh, I would say um, take time for yourself to really practice self-care. I think um, a lot of us don't realize how hard we work, whether it's, you know, working eight hours, nine hours, 10 hours, being busy with family. And um, I guess right now, like COVID still, right? So people are like very stressed out and stuff. So that can really impact not just our health, but then it can cause eczema to flare up as well. So practicing self-care has always been my recommendation for all my clients because sometimes we just don't do it enough and self-care can come in so many forms, right? It can be going for a walk in the sun or it can go, you know, go on a little vacation, treat yourself, but just to really relax and, and, and give yourself um, time to do that. Cause it really does help with, with flare-ups too. That's a great tip and it's not too hard to do, but people just need to schedule it in. Yes. Schedule it in. Absolutely. And so <laughs> what exactly are people, I should have asked this in the beginning, but what are people with eczema? Like, what are like the symptoms? Is it their just their face is really painful or what? Yeah. So um, with eczema, it's more like patches of oh, redness. Okay. Yeah. Um, it presents differently for different people, but yeah, it's usually either really painful. It's very itchy. It can be very flaky and scaly. So it's kind of like we call it snowing because it's little, little skin flakes everywhere. Um, and yeah, painful, itchy, it can be scaly and it could present anywhere really. So some people do get it on their face, on their neck, hands, um, creases of, of, um, elbows and behind the knees. That's a very common area for, for eczema, but really it can present anywhere. Um, but if you are going through topical steroid withdrawal, that's a whole different condition where you're withdrawing from steroids and it's like, it's really scary. It's like whole body redness. It's, it's a wide array of symptoms that's different from eczema. So I always say pe to people like be cautious of your symptoms and, and, and make sure you, you ask for help to see 
whether or not you're having eczema or maybe you're going through topical steroid withdrawal because you've been on steroids for so long and you're not realizing that when you don't use it, you're getting these rebound symptoms. That sounds really painful. Is it like painful to like do anything and like take a shower? Because that sounds like that would probably be one of the worst things. Yes. A lot of people, including me, like couldn't touch water because it just feels like it acid burning on your skin. Right. Because think about like wounds everywhere from scratching. Yeah. Um, So it is painful and some people can't leave their home. They're really just bed bound because putting on clothes is painful or just moving their limbs. Uh, So it's really sad, but it does get better. It just takes a lot of time, unfortunately. That sounds like my, that sounds exactly like my journey with like fibromyalgia and just like the pain just felt like was so painful. Like even taking a shower, just, I'm like, I wouldn't even do it because I was just so painful and stuff. And you just don't even want to put it on clothes and stuff. And then now it's like, you're on the other side and you don't you find that you're so appreciative of all like these small things. And I'm sure your clients are appreciative once they're able to do these small things that so many people take for granted. Oh, absolutely. Like I always tell my clients to count their wins and some of them can be so simple. Like I went for a walk today. Like how normal is it to go for a walk for like a person that doesn't have eczema or fibromyalgia, right? It's like a normal thing, but when you go through that, it's like a huge win or um, what did my client say the other day? Um, like left the house the first time in like a couple of weeks. Like that's crazy, yeah. right? I so, used to, I wouldn't even go out of the house for like weeks at a time. Cause I didn't want to move. Cause I didn't want to move. I was so, and then it would exhaust me and stuff. And I'm, and I'm not even worth it to even have gone out of the house. Yeah. Cause you just feel more stress and anxiety, just leaving the house and being uncomfortable and wanting to come home. It's just not a good feeling. Yeah. And it's even just putting on clothes or like a bra. It's like, I just remember it was just like the bra straps were so like, it's just painful. It was just painful or giving someone a hug. I tell people. That's, yeah. I think that's something like people don't realize when you're in so much pain and stuff and people and you're like, well, I would love to give a hug, but it's just hurts when people do it. I need you to know a little bit more of, of your, your story too. Cause I don't know much about fibromyalgia. Like, is it full body pain? Like how? Yeah, it's full body. Yeah. It's full body pain and stuff. So, and I'm, and that was the big thing with me was like, I remember and I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast, but I have shared my story and you guys could go back to episodes and I'll put that in the show note that I've shared my episodes, my, I mean, not my episodes, my story a couple of times, but like, it was pain. Like I had a family member and she was like, Oh, can I, she gave me a hug and I didn't even tell her. I'm like, it's probably the best idea, but it's just my shoulders and my neck were the worst and they would always be so tight and so painful. And I just was like, I didn't do that for a couple of years. I didn't give hugs. And like, once I got better, I was really big on giving hugs because I loved doing that. And that's like something I never take for granted. And I think that's the thing. 
we all have things that we could look back on and be like, oh, I used to not be able to do this. So I'm further ahead. Even though sometimes our health journey seems like it's the slowest thing ever. Slowest thing. Oh my gosh. I know. It's crazy. But right? we've come a long way. You've probably come a long way too, right? Yeah. And I think that's the thing. I think you said your journey was like you said seven years ago. And I feel like I'll be hitting, if you guys are listening to this, it'll be, we're in 2022 and I'll hit 12 years. I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia 12 years in October. So that's crazy to see where I like come. Whole different person, probably. It's a whole different person, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of times you have to have a why for why you want to get better and stuff. And it can't, yeah. And it can't always. And then a lot of times, that's going to push you to keep going and stuff. Yeah, that you know what, that's a really good point. Because I think uh, a lot of my clients struggle with not knowing, like just feeling really stuck, because they're not seeing the changes. Right? They, 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 they wonder if it's going to get better. And it's just every day just sucks. And then it's good to just let ask them that ask them that question, like, you know, what's, why are you in this journey? Like, do you remember why you started? And then sometimes they forget. They're like, I don't really know why I started. And well, I'm like, that's a really good question to ask yourself because my reason for me is that I, I don't want to rely on steroids anymore. And I haven't touched a steroid since 2015. And that's always been my reason, right? So finding that purpose is going to help, help you get through it. Whether it's, you know, not having to rely on steroid ever again or um, living a really healthy life when you're older so that you can thrive and spend time with your kids and maybe your kids won't have eczema. Right. I think that's would be very encouraging. Yeah. And I think I like your why, cause you didn't, you're like, you didn't want to be on the creams and stuff. And I was just like, well, there's a bigger purpose why I'm going through this and stuff. And I'm like, I don't want to be in pain anymore mm. and stuff. And like, I just knew that like I had a bigger purpose for why I just didn't know what it was. Like I didn't know it was to create this podcast and bring all these guests on and talk about like these health issues and stuff. But I think you also have to realize it's okay. It's okay to it to be about yourself your why can be about yourself it doesn't have to be with about other people but it can be too and i think that's a big thing and i think people need to realize we have a long life so you don't know where you're going to be in the next 10 five years two years even in the next like couple months where you get what you're going to be doing in life and stuff or who's going to come into your life. Right. Exactly. Yeah. There's something I like to say uh, in the natural healing journey, it's, it's going to be hard and painful for a lot of people, but the, the two to three years of pain can lead to like 20, 30, 40 years of living a good life. Right. So initially it's going to be hard because it's always going to be hard when you're healing naturally. But later on, once you've passed that, 
you're going to be good. You're going to be good. Right. So. Yeah. And there, I think that's the thing. You don't know, like those couple years or five years or whatever, it's worth working on yourself a little bit more than maybe you might have to take more time to do that. But who's going to come into that life in the next couple of years? Like I didn't know I was going to have two nieces and stuff. And that's a big thing. And now I could play with them and do whatever. My sister's having her second any day now. So like, you don't know, but like, you should be like, oh, I wanna get better and make the time for that. Yeah, exactly. This was a wonderful episode. Is there anything else you would like to share? Um, yeah, I guess for anybody who's, who's listening that have eczema, just know that, you know, don't lose hope. Um, there's always a way to heal as long as you obviously work with somebody that can help you get through it, um, get support and and know that there is a community of us. Um, a lot of us are on Instagram, um, to support each other in this journey because it can feel really isolating, uh, but know that, you know, there is light at the end of the tunnel. Thank you so much. I'll put that all in the show notes. Thanks again. Thanks, Amanda, for having me.